evening. I know it's probably not evening where you are listening to this, but it's evening here at least. We have just gotten back from a giant day. So we've had some few big changes. There was some weather coming through that changed up our schedule, so we won't, so we weren't able to do a campfire, but there were some really funny skits and jokes that they did. So, um, it's pretty much all that I wanted to do as the intro. We can move on right now. Alright, so welcome everybody. This is the Goofy Den Leader with Jeremy and Liam. Um, we are wrapping up day three of camp. We're laying in the um, tent here getting ready for bed. And just wanted to talk. We're just going to do one segment for day three here at camp. Um, you're finishing you know, day three Cub Resident Camp. We had a lot of things today. As Liam said, we got up this morning, had breakfast, opening flag, and everybody went down to Waterfront. For, and I mean like everybody. Yeah, resident campers, day campers, half day campers, everybody we had. Today was water day. Um, we got down there. They started doing the swim checks for... The day campers, you know, the resident campers did swim checks Wednesday night. Uh, today was supposed to be day camp swim checks. Then we're going to get into water activities. Uh, they were only probably seven or eight scouts and leaders into doing swim checks when we had an emergency assembly uh, bell going off, and the call went out for the staff of the radio, so we all had to hike to the amphitheater. Um, what we drilled yesterday gathering and doing a roll call Ugh. we actually had to do this morning because um two scouts were very confident in the fact that they had a buddy so they could go back to camp and get something one of them forgot the step that they forgot was to notify a leader any leader in their unit of where they were going so the leaders knew that the whole unit had made it down to the waterfront and they started looking around trying to talk to these two scouts and realized the scouts were no longer there with them. So they did exactly what they should have, notified staff. Staff began the you know, the missing uh, missing person drill, or not drill, but the uh. missing, sorry, missing person um, protocol. And so we all had to hike across camp from aquatics over to the amphitheater, do roll call. The first two were accounted for quickly because they were not quite back to I don't think they quite made it back to camp when they heard the bell going off thankfully thanks to the drill yesterday they knew what that meant and reported immediately to the amphitheater about the same time that their pack got there and so they were accounted for but at that point the camp protocol is to ensure that nobody got lost on the trails getting to the amphitheater or that no one left uh, to a different place or went back to campsite or anything like that they had to do a full head count of everyone in camp so that took a little bit of time to get everyone there to the amphitheater. Mm -hmm. um, after that took place, we were able to, um, you know, everybody then returned to aquatics to resume the morning's activity. So it, it threw off the schedule a bit. Um, I'm very proud of how uh, the leaders and scouts handled that. You know, we did what needed to be done in the moment, make sure everyone's safe and accounted for. And then we could get back to our regularly scheduled fun day on the lake so liam got in line when we got back when they resumed swim checks um 
which took a little while. We had to wait for the aquatics director to get back because after that missing person, missing scouts incident, um, they had a meeting of the department heads to review how that was handled, see if there was any anywhere for improvement, to be able to pass it along to the staff and everyone be able to uh, be more prepared for any future emergency incidents. And so once the aquatic director got back to the waterfront, they're able to resume um, activities. Liam took his swim check, and what did you pass today? Blue. I know that I like to call it advanced, but people call it. But some people call it swimmer, and some people don't. So it's kind of. At least here, it seems a bit controversial. The naming. So the official board, the, the official BSA um, swim test. There are three levels uh, of summer camp swim test. Um, they're colored on the scouts uh, buddy tag for the waterfront as white, red, or blue. Or actually, blue swimmer has both red and blue paint colored in on it. Um, so white is non-swimmer, someone who's not passed the passed any swim check yet for the year for the BSA at a BSA camp or otherwise. Um, the red on the tag. That is a beginner swimmer. They have passed the first level swim check. And then the blue on the tag, that is the swimmer swim check. And so that's what Liam did today. There's a little confusion earlier this week. They gave Liam the red swim check uh, and didn't realize he was trying for the blue because most of the, most of the scouts this week with the Cubs were going for red, you know, trying the red check. And so he was told he could retest today. So he wanted to pass the swim the swimmer swim test, the blue swim test again, because uh, he did that last year and he wanted to prove to himself he could do it again. So he did, and then once he passed his swim check, they opened up open boating this morning, right? Mm -hmm. And so we and water slide and the water, water slide. slide. They have and a really cool. They have a massive water slide. It starts like three stories. Yeah, it's like three stories up, and everybody puts on a life jacket. You come off the end of the slide into the lake. And Liam did that a couple times this morning, and then they opened up boating, and we went out canoeing with a friend of ours. Uh, we went in a triple canoe at first, and then our friend got a little tired of being in the boat, wanted to go swim, and so we came back to shore. We all reported the buddy board together okay. to have our tags changed so that he could take his tag with him and check out of the swimming of, of the boating area and go find a buddy to check in the swimming area. Liam and I changed our canoe with our tags. Um, with the, life, the aquatics person working the board, we changed it from a triple to a double to show that there were just two of us in the boat. Our friend took his buddy tag, you know, making sure we keep track of everyone so there's no confusion and we don't think we have a missing swimmer or boater. So, uh, yeah. So, Liam and I uh, went back out in the canoe for a while, had fun there, came in, and then it was... Uh, not long then till lunchtime, so we came up for lunch. Uh, back at the dining hall, main camp, everybody came up, we ate. Then after lunch, we returned to the waterfront, and it has been a big, big week. And we decided that instead of doing the class for Aquanaut, uh, this water-related elective, a lot of those things we can work on, We could, or those things we could do ourselves. Uh, we already spend... You know, are visiting the pool regularly. We did go canoeing this morning, so we've done some boating and talked about boating safety. We could yeah. finish those requirements out ourselves. And just we needed to um, 
decided we need to take a little chill time to just do what we want. Yeah. So Liam went off the slide a few more times, and then he changed clothes uh, to walk back up to the main camp. We were going to go uh, stop by the trading post and pick up something for his sister from camp, and maybe a slushie, which we did end up getting. And so we came back up to camp and did that. And by that point, we were in the middle, you know, mid to late afternoon, we realized just how tired we were from this big week, which was really three days, but it feels like a week. Uh, but from this big event here at the resident camp, and we came back to the campsite to relax, right? And we read, what'd you do? You went and read a book, right? I read, took a nap. Yeah, Liam doesn't nap anymore, typically, so... He was reading while I checked in with Mama back home on the phone, and I looked over. And looked over, and I was asleep. He was asleep. Book was laying in his lap, head back on the edge of the hammock, just uh, passed out, tired. So, did you feel better when you woke up from the nap? Yes, though it was quite disturbing that I woke up on at like four o'clock. Yes, yeah, and I went to sleep. I don't know what I want yeah, to say. Yeah, Liam got maybe a, I don't know, maybe a 20 to 30 minute nap. But it's a longer nap than he, you know, like I said, he doesn't typically nap. So I was very glad that he took that. And, you know, I know that he felt a lot better after. So he did that. We went up for the end of the day flag ceremony. Played some gaga ball. Made a new friend and did dinner. I mean, like, after Gaga Ball, what happened? Tonight? Uh-huh. Yeah. So... We went to play Gaga Ball after dinner, and what happened? Well... Yeah. Alright. So, well, after Gaga Ball, after a few good rounds, a lot of fun, we ended up... All of a sudden, a staff member ran over and said, Code Yellow, you need to get inside. Code Yellow, in this case, means possible severe weather. So, in other words, well, in other areas around camp, but not at camp, they were having really fast winds pouring down rain and possibly even hail in yeah, some so places. At our, at our camp, Code Yellow is a severe weather alert. And so we got everybody indoors. Uh, the closest building to us at the time was the trading post. So that's where we hopped in first. And we stayed there for maybe about 15 minutes before um, looking at the alerts. The camp director made the choice to uh, try to get everyone in the same building, in the same place. Uh, so we all moved into the dining hall, which was only about... 200 feet from the trading post so we just everybody took a quick walk over and tonight we're supposed to have a campfire mm -hmm. so since we're all together things were really weird high energy you know adrenaline's pumping for some of the staff because they had to run around make sure all the campsites are clear and everything else make get everybody in one place um the camp staff then pulled a bunch of chairs out put them in rows and what did we do well we had Basically, basically, if you had a skitter joke, you could do it. Yeah, so we had a fireless campfire. Uh, we did an indoor campfire program. 
we there were some groups that already prepared songs and skits and things beforehand yeah. that we were going to do at the regular campfire program in the amphitheater. And since we're all inside together, they said, you know what, Let's, we're going to go ahead and use this time, occupy everybody, give us something to do and have a little fun. So they did the original skits and songs that were prepared. And then people started bringing in jokes and more songs, more skits. It was really good, awesome to see the creativity. People, you could tell some people were trying to make up jokes on the fly, which is always intriguing, especially with you know these grade levels. You never know what you're going to get. Um, but also, you know, staffers and leaders were helping to you know scouts with skits they or songs that they'd never heard before. Uh, but everybody had a good time going through it and uh, really, you know, trying to help occupy one another. We also had, you know, opportunities where some folks were, you know, kind of took to the side and read. Or Liam, uh, after our thunderstorm break yesterday, I put Liam's um, portable chessboard, chess and checker set, mm -hmm. in my backpack and kept with us in case there was another time that we needed it. Thankfully, I had it with me and this evening we broke it out in some people played checkers or chess um, to entertain some scouts and so you know really we just went about uh, trying to make the best of the situation in the time that we were there and um, what were your thoughts on that Liam I know it was a lot of chaos and it was a lot of well, big feelings about uh, you know not knowing what was going on at first and so what did you how did you think that went do you think it was good they they went ahead and called everybody together also, I just wanted to say, I never got this s'mores. Yeah, so tonight's campfire. The thing, we promised us s'mores we and we never be, got them. We were supposed to be making s'mores on the big campfire uh, at the end of it. But obviously, we, it was a fireless campfire program. So, there were no s'mores involved. I promised Liam that we will make up for that tomorrow. Um, but there were no s'mores tonight. And so we, uh, after the program, as it was wrapping up, kind of naturally wrapping up anyway, the all clear was called, the warnings had been, had expired, the you know, radar indicated the weather was moving away from us, so they let everybody back out and we went, all went to, you know, we were able to leave the dining hall about, um, I think it was about 8.40 that we had all clear and everybody was able to head out. So, you know, we've done our... You know, done our teeth and medicines or whatever else we need to do. Everybody went and got ready for bed. And I think we are going to sleep very, very well tonight. Yes. Being as hot as it's been this week and so much activity, there were some units that live uh, closer to the camp that decided to go home this evening. So they packed up tents at some point during the day. And some of them left before the campfire program. Some of them stayed um, and then left after. So there's a, a much smaller group of folks camping tonight on the last night of Cub Resident Camp. But Liam told me uh, when we were choosing which camp we were going to do, since you know I talked about in an earlier podcast about you know, the options we had before us, Liam wanted to do a three-night resident camp with a lot of activity. So did we fulfill that? A lot of activities? Yep. A lot of fun activities? Yeah. And this is what, what night of camping? I think it's our third. It's our third night of camping. So that's what Liam wanted. That's what we found and what we chose. And so we, are, he and I are laying here in a tent, real tired in the best way from, being, from all the fun we've mm -hmm. had. 
and we're going to hopefully get a really good night's sleep and get up tomorrow and deal with tomorrow tomorrow but you know obviously like nobody really wants to leave camp because you're having so much fun and I totally am feeling that understand that but we will talk about that in the morning for tonight we're going to get ready to go to sleep and get some rest because this kid has worn me out today in the canoe. We, uh, since we paddled all around the lake with our friend, and then when he hopped out, we paddled all around the lake again. Um, uh, Daddy is feeling it, uh, and uh, not feeling my it arms as much, mostly in my left arm. In your left arm, yeah. So Liam's uh, right hand dominant, so he's used to doing a lot of things with the right arm. So. But to my left arm got its exercise. Yeah, his left arm got more exercise than he normally would get with uh, having done paddling on both sides of the canoe for kind of endurance. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, every periodically he would change what side he was on, and he discovered that the left side was more challenging for him because he's not used to using his left hand actually, to control. It's not but also, it's as, all the pulling. I think probably you're feeling. Actually, it's not as it's not more challenging your right side is more challenging the left side is the one that seems to come more natural oh so it's just tireder tonight okay it's just more tired because your right arm is only barely shoving mm -hmm. liam's tired i'm tired our bodies our minds we are <sighs> gonna call it here a minute in a moment in the podcast and i will talk to you again tomorrow on the fourth day uh, saturday morning of our experience and uh, we've had a blast here at camp uh liam told me liam told me he wants to come to this camp again next year um, yeah. instead of our council camp if that's what he wants to do that's what we'll do i told him and uh, we'll figure it out next year when we see what programs both camps have offered and uh yeah, I've had a really cool experience being here with him at the camp I grew up at. A lot of some things are the same. A lot of things have changed. You know, it's been like I said earlier. It's been almost 20 years since I was here last. So I'm glad a few things have changed. It's good. It's good to see a camp grow and adapt and uh, facilities be added onto. So it's been kind of cool coming back here and seeing what's new. So yeah, from Gaga Ball to disc golf. To, to a skate park. Yeah, to a skate park. You know, like basketball court. You know, the basketball court was here when I was here. That was we had the basketball court and baseball diamond. That was the two sport sporty spaces that were here. And uh but you know, we've got these other activities out there and uh and they've been much more open to people bringing their own bicycles as long as they bring in and use properly a helmet. So there are bicycle small bicycle racks scattered around at different buildings and in the campsites. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of a new experience for me, too. Um, and I like that because I think the next time I might actually bring my bike. Yeah. I mean, my bike does have the right tires for that. Glass. So Liam discovered that this camp is much flatter than our home camp uh, in yeah. general. So you know, bicycling would be a bit easier than he thought it would be. So I think next, if we come back next year, we'll uh, probably bring our bicycles to uh, maybe move around a little bit easier, faster. It has its dips and turns. Yeah, it has definitely has hills and dips and turns. Many. Yeah, so 
anyway, that's what we've been up to. And we hope that, as always, you stay safe, have fun. And uh, the next little segment here in this podcast, we're going to wrap things up with uh, kind of our afterthoughts or, uh, from the trip and kind of uh, heading out tomorrow. So. And the car back to our house. Yep. So uh, catch you in just a moment from day four, Saturday, of Cub Resident Camp. Hello, we are just leaving Scout Camp now, and um, wanted to talk about our thoughts afterwards. So um, that's what this segment is mostly about. We might be ending up talking about something else, but that's what we'll start it on. Alright, so... That's what this should be all about. We might get distracted by something we see out the window as we're coming home from a long camping trip. Yeah, it has been a great time. I told Liam and uh, I told my wife that uh, on the phone yesterday that uh, it's been three days, but it feels like a week because we have packed so much into it. So three days, full days of activity, three full nights of camping. Hello, dragonfly that just flew in the car. Sorry, um, let it out. And uh, we're about to drop, I'm about to drop a piece of mail here at the camp mailbox for sending home to Rosie. She sent Liam a piece of camp mail yesterday. Did you enjoy that, Liam? Yes, I did. It was very funny because they, because they did this little funny song whenever people get mail. Yeah, so we, she uh, and I had I'd worked together with her and Mama to send him a piece of mail that he would get while at camp. Because I always think that that's a fun experience to get something while you're here. And we didn't tell Sister, but she is getting a piece of mail that is coming from camp. Uh, we've been so busy that we didn't get it in the mail until right here as we're leaving camp. So we just cleared the gate and are headed home. It's just a little under an hour drive. And so we uh, just thought we'd go ahead and get our thoughts out here. And you know, I had a blast, and it yeah. was fantastic being here with Liam and experiencing uh, camp in a different way. I, I, you know, and so I've had a wonderful time with you, buddy, and I'm very thankful to have this experience this week with you. And um, yeah, great staff. They uh, did things extremely well for this camp, and uh, I think we had a lot of fun. What do you think, Liam? I think so, too. The one thing that was a bit challenging slash frustrating for me was that they did not open the climbing tower. Yes, so the way that certifications work for summer camps Which for the PSA, honestly doesn't make any sense. Uh, they get what's called an NCAP certification, National Camp uh Oh, what was it? National Camp Accreditation Program. There we go. NCAP. You cannot be full. You cannot be inspected for camp until you have everything set up, all the staff present, and camp has begun because they actually inspect your camp and how you're running it. So I want to know why? Why do it then? What happens if you don't get it? So. 
what happens then is that they create an action plan to bring you into compliance. And typically what they're finding are to be administrative items that, you know, if they find something that you don't pass, they passed uh, this week for the Cup Camp. Uh, last month they passed their five-year review. Uh, I was talking with one of the council staffers uh, the other night after they got accredited for their Cup program this week while we were running camp. And, you know, while they were running camp and, you know, the NCAP team for the scout troop camp will be in next week when camp begins. Uh, tomorrow, the troops come in for week one of camp. And so the climbing staff will be in for that program, and the tower will be inspected and certified for the summer camp then. It was not part of the CUP program uh, this year. So Liam really enjoys climbing, and so that was a, you know one thing that Liam was sad was not open and uh you know that's one of those things that some cubs are going to be really excited about some cubs are going to be really scared of because it's something that they've not never done before and you know a 30 foot 40 foot climbing tower i can't remember what it is here at this camp i think um that i think it's a 30 that tower can look really intimidating and so and scary to a cub and you know with a climbing tower it's kind of an all or nothing you have to go to you know when you start climbing, you know, folks either want to get all the way to the top or not. You know, it's when somebody stops on a wall, it's one of those, you know, it's part way up. A lot of people get discouraged by that and don't want to do it again when they're older and a little bit bigger and it might be easier for them to climb. So some camps don't open it for cubs so that they don't have a negative experience at a younger age that prevents them from attempting it later when they're right. an older scout so that's this camp they don't have the climbing tower open other camp we've been to has had it open for cubs so you know the just a difference in you know camp philosophies so liam what were your favorite things at cub camp this week well i think my favorite thing that i did was tired y'all. Think no. we're warm out guys. Well it's not my favorite thing on camp. My actual favorite thing not a tired yawn I know. is was um meeting new people making a couple friends. Awesome. Yeah you had got to meet new people. It was a new council for us. So, to, except for the leader and scout that weren't there with us from our pack, everybody else was new to us. New place, new people, new activities, so uh, a lot of newness. And I, you handled that very, navigated that very well. Yeah. And uh, you had some fun with some, made some new friends. Uh, learned uh, extended rules to Gaga Ball and the conflicts, that you know, changes of rules therein. But, uh, you know, what was your favorite, what were your favorite activities there? I hear you. You enjoyed being around new people, new friends, so that's fun. Um, what did you like? What were your favorite things to do at camp? Um, my favorite things to do would probably <sighs> have to say go down that super cool three-story water slide. 
Oh yes, the camp has uh, a. Seriously, it is three. Stories. It is a yeah. I think it's three story. It's a three story water slide. It's a straight line down to the lake. Uh, it's a lot of was a whole lot of fun. Most uh, scary once when I got stuck. Yeah, we discovered they have to wet the slide and they have to they actually have a water hose to spray the scouts. So to reduce friction, so the scouts go all the way down, especially uh, the cubs, because um, they don't quite have the mass to make it down the slide. Uh, if they if they sit up or if they're not wet enough, or as we discovered when they first opened the slide, they forgot to remind the scouts to take off swim shoes if they have them because swim shoes are so grippy on the bottom that it actually will stop them before they got to the end of the slide. So, um, you know, once it got everybody wet, everybody had to lay down all the way flat and to, you know, have to take off any swim shoes they might have on, everybody was able to go whoop, right down the slide into the lake and uh, Liam had, and everybody seemed to have a lot of fun with that, didn't you? Yeah. So, cool. Uh, it is a seven-foot drop into the lake. Yeah, so you enjoyed meeting new people and making some new friends. The water slide down the waterfront. Um, what's another thing? <gasps> Slushies. Slushies. I should have I mean, known, known that would be in a top three list. Slushies are always a... Who doesn't <laughs> Slushies are always a hit, right? So the trading post has slushy machines to make four flavors at a time. Uh, they did have some restrictions this week for during heat advisories. So anytime the temperature was above a certain at or above a certain threshold, or the combined heat index, uh, you know, heat humidity was above a threshold, they put in place a heat advisory to limit you know, to stop slushy sales and, and soda. Drinks. Yeah, any sodas or any, you know sugared drinks basically were uh, prohibited from sale during those hours to ensure that everybody drank enough water uh, because it would would have been really easy this week to dehydrate at camp and they wanted to prevent that because I think our heat index the first day hit 106 or 107 and so we really needed they really needed to make sure that everyone was hydrating properly and then we had a short heat index the second day uh, Thursday very short window before a thunderstorm rolled in nearby and uh, and rolled you know by near camp and we had a thunder break that thunder break we spoke of that weather when it came through kind of cooled things down and dropped the heat advisor off but yesterday afternoon for about two hours we had a heat advisor again so you know the cubs sometimes I got off. here five minutes I got there five minutes before they got it down yeah Liam got his Liam and I got Got him a slush yesterday afternoon, and after the horse fly incident down at Waterfront, and then uh, we walked out and saw somebody there. Oh, good! There's still some slushies. Says, yes, ma'am. To another uh, cub leader who was like heading that way with cubs, and we saw them later. They because they weren't selling slushies. It's like, oh no! Uh, apparently, the heat advisory got issued just between the time we left the trading post and the time we ran into them on the trail. Um, I know it was getting hot out, but I didn't realize it got quite hot enough for them to issue an advisory again. So that was. An unfortunate surprise for that unit, but they got slushies uh, later in the day. Uh, actually, it was after flag, uh, just between flag and dinner, that heat advisory had dropped. It was funny because uh, that was their group's chant at flag was, you know, it was 
pack one, whatever it was, you know, pack one, and their two, number said, pack one, two, four, and we want slushies in our belly. So that's what they went and did after uh, the trading post opened it back up after advisory was dropped. So always, you know, camp it's a fluid thing. Things change sometimes during the day. And so that was an interesting um, development to see happen. So, yeah, uh, I thought that slushies might make your list. But we, we did one a day, so we didn't get too sugared up. Uh, we drank a lot of, Liam did a really good job drinking as water. I tried to as well. Tell uh, them about Hydration packs help a lot because you just kind of sip and go. And so that's what we did. We sipped and went along yeah. the way. Well, friends, I think that about wraps us up for this uh, series here for Cub Scout Resident Camp. I uh, hope you've enjoyed listening to it. We certainly had a, a great time uh, enjoying camp and trying to bring the tidbits of fun and excitement and chaos all together here uh, in a good uh, little summary. I know sometimes we may have gotten a little off topic or uh, just uh, a little detailed in one or two stories, but we had a really good time. I just want to share that with you. And uh, the camp did a the camp staff did a great job and. Liam did a great job of going to camp for the first time and all the experiences we had that were new and different and I just am so glad that we had this opportunity. I hope that y'all uh, can that y'all enjoy some of the stories and that uh, you get to experience camp in a similar way and in within a great vein of fun of scouting and just uh, really uh, get to have this experience because it has been such a great time and we're, everybody was sad to leave for home this morning uh, because they didn't want to nobody wanted to go home but we all need, had to and uh, so it was that time so we're going to roll that way and uh, we'll be talking to you later about other subjects so wherever you are whatever you're doing have fun stay safe enjoy your summer and if you got comments, questions, stories, whatever you want to say to us, we've got, uh, of course, uh, as always, thegoofydenleader at gmail.com or anchor.fm slash thegoofydenleader. You can send us messages or actually voice messages there as well. So we look forward to hearing from you and hope that you have a great time. Bye now.